You are now listening to All Facts No Fiction. I am your host Kyrie. All right guys, welcome to the first episode of the All Facts No Fiction podcast. I am your host Kyrie. I hope you all are having a wonderful morning, a wonderful a good day, good night, whatever time you guys are listening listening to this here. Let's dive right in. So Yesterday, I'm, you know, chilling, going throughout my day, and I check Instagram, and what do I see? I see the DeJounte Murray trade. My initial reaction was I was distraught, unlike all you other Spurs fans. I was in an emotional state of, you know, sadness, heartbroken. Nah, I'm, I'm joking. I, it wasn't to that extent, but I, I, I was pretty upset. I was pretty pissed because... DJ is my guy, and it seemed like to me that that was our only hope, Spurs fans, um, that we had had. And this is by far one of the stupidest trades in NBA history. That is exactly why the title is what it is. Can someone make me understand why the Spurs would do something this traumatic? Hurt its fans, robbing us of a winning future of a winning legacy as it once was. Now, there were a lot of rumors circulating, revolving this trade about a week ago prior to this trade, um, how the Spurs were looking to trade DeJounte in return for John Collins. You know, I believe he's a power forward from Atlanta. Now, that's more of an acceptable trade. However, I still would not want to get rid of DJ, mainly because he is our only all-star. In the Spurs' eyes, quote-unquote, we they are trying to rebuild. <sighs> well, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that sees this, but they claim that they have been trying to rebuild for the past, what, four years now? And look where that has gotten us. Nowhere but a playing game. So why would you trade someone who is coming off of an all-star season recording, what is this, recording 21-9, 21 points, 9 assists, 8 rebounds, and 2 steals. Okay, that was, you know what I mean, his all-star season. You trade that in for Gallinari, which whoever, in in 66 games, averages 11 points, 4 rebounds, and 1 assist. If you guys can see my face, you know what I mean, it's not even like, it's not not funny. I don't, (laughs) and on the the cherry on top, we're not even going to keep this guy Gallinari. Sources say he's probably going to get waived. So really, we traded DeJounte Murray for a bag of chips and a high five and, you know, chunk of the deuces to us Spurs fans because that's, you know what I mean, what we have. To see him go with no, you know, return factor was, in my eyes, very unacceptable. I feel like Brian Wright, which is the GM of the San Antonio Spurs, just, you know, backstabbed his, backstabbed us Spurs fans of, you know, robbing us of a winning season moving forward so why do i feel like this because Dejounte murray coming off of a all-star performance and the thing that i cannot wrap my head around of was it was either lonnie walker because he has an opportunity opportunity to become an unrestricted free agent next month or dj5 what did we just what's funny is some of you listening right now you guys may not give a damn about DeJounte Murray going to Atlanta. You guys might not even be a Spurs fan. But for me and all my Spurs fans out there, you know, this one this one hurt. 
this one really <clears throat> this one really did hurt the thing that's so frustrating about this is that there are there were rumors about DeJounte Murray leaving in two years when his contract is up why so he can gain the max contract in whatever team he decides for his contract my thing is with this we would have gave him the max contract because he is more than deserving of it so I don't think he would have necessarily left and I know for a fact the Spurs would have gave him the max contract because who the hell else are we going to give it to there's nobody on the Spurs current roster that is capable of a max contract more than DeJounte Murray is. How can the Spurs move on from the situation? It's simple. We need an all-star. I've been saying this for years. We need an all-star that can produce. Our last all-star was DeMar DeRozan. Mm, you hear DeMar DeRozan bucket, right? But get this. Why? It ain't the same to DeMar DeRozan in Chicago. DeMar, it's like, it's like DeMar DeRozan had on some type of suit here in San Antonio, and he just stripped that suit off as soon as he got to Chicago, and this boy is balling out in the MVP conversations. Another one, Patty Mills. You know, he was going through our system cool, you know what I mean? Three points, three-point sniper. Soon as he went to Brooklyn, playing out of his mind. I don't know what it is about the Spurs system, which isn't even bad, but it seems like our players who move from the system go to their new teams and just ball out. According to this article from poundingtherock.com, after every all the rookies are signed around $88 million. So now the cap is set at $122 million. This was as of two days ago, according to the article. That means the Spurs have about $122 million in cap space to sign any free agents or just pick up any, you know, more missing pieces. You there's no all-star out there that's going that's going to want to come to the Spurs. Why? Because we're having we we're not a winning culture as of now. We have been a winning culture, let's say by maybe five years ago, but as of now, we're not a winning culture. There's no all-star that's going to want to come to San Antonio, probably take less of a pay cut what they're already making now. You know what I mean to come to the Spurs, especially with Popovich going to retire in the next two years. I got it. But with 122 million dollars cap space. That's pretty. That's a comfortable amount to go out there and get pieces. Now I don't know who's really out in this free agency market, but I know that that's definitely enough money to go out and find some pieces. So Brian Wright, you want to go ahead and make all these terrible decisions? Why don't you go ahead and make a good decision for once? But we shall see how it works out because with this trade, we also acquired three draft picks in uh, 2023, 25, and 27, I believe. But, you know what I mean, the way the Spurs draft is not is not in a way that is going to make an immediate impact off the gate. We draft a lot of international players, not saying there's anything wrong with international players. The last one we drafted was a dude out of, I don't even know where he was from. His name was Luka Samanik. Not Luka Donigat, Luka Samanik. Where's that dude at now? In the G League. Or he's probably back overseas. In that same draft class, we drafted Josh Primo. He's in, you know, babyface Josh Primo, uh, 18-year-old, you know what I mean? This was, what, a, two years ago, a year ago? Where is he at? In the G League. Spurs need immediate impact players if we're trying to at least get past a playing game and make a decent playoff run. Because if you look at who we who we had, the, if you look at who the Spurs had in the past, what, I want to say six years, 
I don't know why we, you know, we just missed the playoffs. We just missed a chance at the goal because we've we've had Kawhi, Demar, we've also had uh, Lamarcus Aldridge. That's a strong three right there. But it's just one thing about the Spurs, and as long as as well as the Dallas Cowboys, we can never just get over that hump. I guess that's why they're my favorite teams. <laughs> I don't know because they go hand in hand with the trades, with the drafts, with with the winning seasons, the losing seasons. That it never fails. Once again, this is an absolute steal for the Hawks. So I applaud you know and them for that because they, like I say earlier, they got Dejounte Murray in return. Spurs they shipped off you know two bags of chips and a nickel for you know Dejounte Murray. So, but like with just like in life with anything happens, it's all about how you respond back. I would love to see the Spurs respond back by obviously now acquiring a better point guard than dj5 one that's already developed dj was a floor general he's not even in his prime yet which is crazy him coming off of the season he just had i would also love for the spurs to acquire somewhat of a center there's been a lot of trade there's been a lot of center uh switches the, this past year you know we just signed over jock landale midway throughout the season playoff time i would love to see us get a nice rim protector uh center that's something that the spurs have struggled with you know what i mean since those dinosaur years that i was talking about earlier now moving forward um now that the emotions you know have somewhat cleared away moving sport moving forward with you know the spurs we have a young squad a young core josh primo we just drafted kelton johnson show out uh lonnie lonnie walker we got jock landale centers drew um drew eubanks no not drew eubanks my apologies he's, he's in portland now what's that other dude's name uh Jakob Patelli, we got him, and then you know, I mean, we got Trey Jones. So we have a promising future. It's just the my frustration is that we're quote unquote supposed to be rebuilding. You know, I mean, the last four years with this trade, we're going in the wrong direction. Now they're saying we're going to be rebuilding for the next five years. If we're keeping it real, we've been trying to rebuild since you know Tim Duncan, and that was in dinosaur years ago. So. It's not looking good for us, but like I said, we have a young core um, that should probably, that hopefully can get us to the promised land in, you know, years to come, but, and I, you know, I just don't know when that'll be, but, you know, as tough as this trade might be, I can also understand where DeJounte Murray is coming from. Atlanta is a winning culture as well, well has been for the last, I want to say three, four years. They have, you know, built their squad pretty decent and made nice playoff runs. That is something the Spurs were looking to do, which is why you would want to build off of your all-star, not give them away to a team that's going to utilize them very well. You know what I mean? Trey Young and DeJounte Murray can potentially be the best backcourt in the NBA next season, if not one of the best. And something told me that, you know, this trade was just going to happen yesterday, guys. That's why you should always go with your gut, in- your gut instinct. I told myself I need to hurry up and record episode one of you know my thoughts around the trade rumors regarding DeJounte Murray just as I was about to record he got traded so that's just a sign from you know the good lord (laughs) right there with that being said this concludes the first episode of the all factional fiction podcast I didn't anticipate this episode to be as short as it was I this is just one of those conversations you don't want to keep on repeating yourself for and I definitely don't want to bore you guys for the first episode so 
but I appreciate you guys, you know, sticking to the end. Uh, please feel free to leave feedback. I accept all forms of it, <laughs> you know, so just don't be too cruel on me. I'm still a rook at this, but uh, I appreciate you guys a lot and see you on episode two.